0: You're listening to the Embrace Running Podcast. I'm Mark.
1: I'm Elena. And this is episode number 208 for October 17th, 2016.
0: Welcome back to our conversations about running. And today is going to be 100% focused on the 2016 Chicago Marathon, Mm -hmm. which we just ran last weekend. Yeah. So today's all recap, all talking about the race, talking about our experience, talking about deep dish pizza, perhaps. Probably. Throw that in there. Yeah. So... Yeah, that's it. We'll catch up on feedback and other news on the next episode. Um, so let's just straight away kind of dive into things. Uh, the first thing I'm actually going to mention is about the 2017 Chicago Marathon. So if you're actually interested in doing Chicago next year, um, just kind of a warning is that they've kind of moved up registration. So registration for guaranteed entries, if you qualify based on time, uh, is going to be from October 25th to November 29th, and then entries for the lottery, essentially, uh, November 1st to November 29th. So I'm throwing that in there right at the top, because normally they don't do it until after the new year. Mm -hmm. And so...
1: Like um, April or something, right, I think?
0: Honestly, I have no idea when we had to register when it was, but it's... In the past, you don't get a big weed. You know, it's not a year in advance type of thing. so Yeah. um, But they're changing it. Uh, 2017 will be, if I am correct, the 40th anniversary of the race so i don't know that they're doing anything special almost kind of doubt it yeah um but that's what it is um only because i have it on my screen uh entry fees i guess for u.s residents next year 195 dollars. non-us residents 220 that's your your reg costs so um and then in terms of chicago Desgo lottery not definitely not as difficult to get in via lottery as new york yes So, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a lottery, but it's not a crazy difficult lottery to necessarily get through. So um, you still have favorable odds to get into the race. What else? Uh, Do you want to mention the winners? And as I think I said, what, a week or two ago, I actually didn't pay much attention to the elites, but I will just mention their names. Um, Kenyon Sweep, of course, uh, for the winners. Abel Kirui on the men's side and Florence Kiplegat on the women's side were the winners. Uh, Nothing fantastic or super impressive about the times so no story there and no surprises there in terms of the
1: the names of the winners either
2: (laughs) yeah
0: um yeah so and then before i get into it i just want to mention we did run the chicago marathon in 2013 uh we covered that back in episode 92 if for some reason you need to go back and listen to that that might be more detailed than this one but we shall see so i think we'll probably in the midst of this probably draw some comparisons from this time and the last time we ran it. Mm-hmm. So when we say the last time we ran it, we're talking about the 2013 Chicago Marathon.
1: And if we accident, accidentally say last year when we ran it, we, we didn't mean... run it last, last year, we mean 2013. That's a very Just good point. Just in case that happens, we didn't run it in 2000, 2015. We meant 2013, if we say last year.
0: And I would almost guarantee that I will do that at some point. Yeah. So very good warning on that one. Um, okay, did I get all the messages out of the way at the think top? so. Here? Okay, yeah. so let's jump into this. Um, we went out to Chicago... We went out on Friday, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, flew out there on Friday. This time versus 2013. Making sure I don't say. There you go. Year. Good job so far. Um, we actually we landed in Chicago, went to our hotel, we grabbed some food, and then basically just went straight away to the expo mm-hmm. on Friday. Um, we took uh, they have shuttles from various hotels, kind of in the downtown area there in Chicago, um, that the race provides. It's free. You just hop on a bus. They take you over there. It's a couple of hotels and then the Nike store, actually, uh, over there Which on Michigan Avenue. Which
1: is really nice that they do that. Yeah. It just makes it so much easier than trying to navigate, yeah, transportation over there.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. it was actually not at our hotel, but a hotel two blocks away. So, it was a super easy walk. Bus was there, hopped on. The bus ride did take quite a while because it is it was rush hour on a Friday. Mm-hmm. And so, it was very, very slow going. Yeah, um, Traffic's nothing new to us. So, that's... Almost felt, right. I almost felt like right at home, you know, on a Friday. But um,
1: just sit down, get comfortable, and uh, make sure you give yourself enough time to get to the expo and do what you need to do. Yeah.
0: Um, so, yeah, I took the bus over there. Um, the expo, it's over at McCormick Place, mm-hmm. if I'm remembering. Um, super easy to kind of walk in there. You actually take your... I think you're supposed to print out your, your confirmation or you can actually just put it on your iPhone. It's just a QR code that they scan at a table. They or,
1: or they also send it, send you something in the mail the participant oh, that's right. guide you do get a participant guide yeah and then on the on the, the your address side it has your information that can be scanned too so yeah. either that or download it or yeah
0: yeah i did the phone thing which was super easy they scan it over and then you walk over to where you actually pick up your packet and because they scanned you at the previous table they actually already are pulling your bib
1: yeah that's the first time i've ever had anything like this we've happen. had that once before where
0: I don't know. It could have been 2013 Chicago, but I don't remember. Mm. We've had this once or twice before.
1: Yeah, because they scan it, and then they just tell you what number to go to versus, like, you know, the bib numbers being Mm -hmm. up. Yeah, so then you just go to that number, that, like, kiosk number. Mm -hmm. Yep.
0: So it's super easy. Mm Bib was ready. They just hand you your bib. Um,
1: There were some kiosks that had lines, though, for whatever reason. Yes. Yeah. But I just walked right up to mine, and she had my stuff. Yeah,
0: mine was pretty quick, too. Um, Do that, and then you basically just kind of enter the... The big expo area, which of course is typical of any other large race expo, cause it's a pretty good size expo. Um, lots of vendors, you know, the typical, the usual sp- suspects, I guess you could the say. Suspects, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, big booths from kind of the big companies like Brooks and Skechers, North Face, actually. That's probably an unusual one, but they're always yeah. at Chicago with a very big booth. Mm-hmm. And. I'm not remembering anybody else specifically. Gatorade. There's Uh, a
1: a brewery, which I can't remember the name, but mm -hmm. a local brewery there.
0: Um, The biggest area of the expo is probably taken up by Nike because they do the official merchandise for the race. Mm -hmm. So they have a massive, massive section there. And, of course, they almost had their little mini Apple store (laughs) in the front with the the Nike versions of the Apple Watch uh, to show those off. So, um, yeah, you basically, we headed straight away to the back of the expo where we picked up our official race shirts. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, tried those on if you need to change out a size. Super easy. It's right there. Yep. Um, what else? Should we mention the shirts, I guess, since that's when we got them? Sure. Might as well. I'm not the biggest fan. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of a bright yellow. Imagine, you know, that bright yellow.
1: It's like that highlighter Nike. yellow. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But, you know, it's kind of, it's in a lot of Nike stuff. But, mm-hmm. um, the logo on the front is very basic, very simple. I think that's pretty traditional with Chicago. Mm hmm. Um, I actually really liked my 2013 official shirt much better than than this year's, um, and it doesn't only has a small amount to do with that shirt was blue and this one's yellow because everybody knows I love my blue shirts. But um, <laughs> I actually like the official logo from 2013 better than this year. Um,
1: we do have pictures up on our Facebook page yes. and on Google Plus, yeah. which includes the race shirt. If anybody wants to take a look at it and hasn't seen it, so um, I um I like the shirt. I do like the 2013 shirt better because mm-hmm. it kind of has like this the cityscape there it's like there's yeah, just a little that's bit what more I there about it. um this one is really simple which i don't mind simple shirts i don't mind the color um i really like the fit mm-hmm. and I, it's like a good quality race shirt so mm-hmm. i like that about it um so i yeah i think i like it more than you do but it's not my my favorite shirt so
0: and yeah. obviously all that is just personal yep. opinion and it's not really important
1: and i do so. like the fact that it like the the back has nothing it's not like it's like yes. plastered with sponsors so the really the only sponsor is like bank of america on the front the Nike swoosh on one side, and then like the little Bank of America just on the other sleeve, and that's it.
0: And so, I mean, we shouldn't mention, in case you don't know, Bank of America is the title sponsor right. of the race. So yeah. it's, it actually is the Bank of America Chicago Marathon.
1: Right. Um,
0: but yeah, pretty basic. Um, the rest of the gear, the official merchandise, I didn't I didn't buy anything. <laughs> so good in that saved money. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually just didn't really like a lot of the official merch. So yeah, I like the simple.
1: 2013 stuff more. I, yeah, I, mean, I, I think too. I ended up getting like a, a long sleeve non-running shirt in 2013, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't see anything that really caught my eye this time, which like you said, probably a good thing. Yeah. Then I did, you saved spend, a little money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. I actually liked, because I'm pretty familiar, I've seen a bunch of the 2015 stuff. And I actually like that better than yeah. than this year. Mm-hmm. But like I said, that's all just personal opinion. Exactly. And I'm sure there's somebody who would tell you the exact opposite. And there was so.
1: plenty of people buying merchandise. It's they, not like nobody was buying. They things, move a lot so. of product. Yes. Um,
0: I think part of the attraction is, you know, Nike is obviously a huge apparel company. Lots of people love Nike and stuff. So, you know, just a chance to get some some race stuff with Nike makes it maybe a little more favorable than, you know, race whatever with some no-name brand stuff or mm-hmm. No branded stuff. I don't know. I'm just making assumptions there that I shouldn't. Uh, The other thing I think they had was that was super cool. And we did not take advantage of it. Trying to stay out of lines, I guess. Um, Nike had a thing where I think if you bought a certain amount at the expo or at the Nike store um, that weekend, you could actually, they essentially gave you a shirt, a Nike shirt for free that you could have custom printed with whatever you want on it. Uh, the typical thing is you just basically have your, your name across Mm -hmm. the front. Um, so lots of people took advantage of that. Pretty cool. Awesome deal. Yeah. Um, I kind of regret not doing it.
1: Me too. I I guess I didn't understand what was happening at the expo and didn't like ask. Mm -hmm. I think if I had, then maybe I would have waited and then we realized it and I'm jumping ahead. But the next day when we were at the Nike store, that's what was going on. And then I kind of thought about it for, I was like, ah, and then later I'm like, okay, let's do it. And it was too late. So yeah. Yeah.
0: But that was a pretty cool program, Mm -hmm. but, um, yeah, other than that, the Expo's pretty typical. Nothing nothing special. You know, Gatorade was there. You could have your, the, the official, that was the drink that was going to be on on course, so you could try some of it um, then if you wanted extra. I don't know. I'm almost sick of Gatorade. Although I really like it. I'm happy it was Gatorade. Um, it's the same flavor I drink 90% of the time at home. So, <laughs> kind of overkill, I guess.
1: Um, but it's good to be able to, to taste it out. for people who have not yeah. Although, hopefully, that's not the first time you're going to try it if you're really worried about about it hopefully we're training with it or have raced with it before right yeah and a lot of um boots for various races too mm-hmm. you know there Simple so stuff yeah uh,
0: anything else from the expo um, I was just going to mention uh, the world marathon majors they did have mm-hmm. kind of a big display in the, the corner so Chicago's one of those along with Boston and Berlin and the rest of the crew so you can kind of go over there and you could see the medals for each race, which was nice and then you could see the the medal that they have if you complete all six, which is, I think we joked about before, we thought it was a much larger yeah. medal until somebody shared with us that it, it's not that large. It's a little pretty cool medal, but um, it's not this massive thing that it probably should be for the amount of money that you probably got to spend to chase that. But
2: Right.
1: But it's kind of nice to see the individual medals for the different majors is here. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And anything else from the expo?
1: Um, Race poster. Yes. Did get a race poster, which we got also a different one, obviously,
0: mm-hmm.
1: a couple years ago. This one was kind of...
2: Meh. Meh. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah, just kind of hard to describe. Brought right? them home. I think mine's yep. going to stay rolled up until some future year from now where it just gets thrown in the garbage. But yeah, I don't I know what else to do with I haven't it, decided
1: so. what I'm doing with with mine. But I think um, we did post a picture of that on Instagram, I think, mm-hmm. the day of. So, yeah. I think that was it. That was it? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, I think that sums up the expo. Mm-hmm. Um, and then,
1: obviously, you can take the shuttle back to...
0: Where? Wherever you want to go. Exactly. You don't have to take it right back. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
1: Um,
0: yeah, so that was pretty much our Friday. Uh, the nice thing about going to the expo on Friday was it kind of left us Saturday free and clear so we could be um, your typical just tourists and we kind of kicked it around Chicago and um, I don't even remember most of the day what we did, but um, that's the plan. You got that. did some for touristy that. stuff. Touristy stuff. You can yeah. go check stuff out. You can go down to Michigan Avenue. You can go do the, you know one of the... What Skydeck or Chicago 360? You can go do an architectural boat tour. You could
1: go um, check out the Field Museum.
0: Yeah, lots of museums, mm-hmm. Planetarium, Millennium Park, lots of stuff to do in Chicago, which is yeah. I think what we really enjoyed about visiting Chicago in twenty thirteen. Um there's did, a lot
1: you can check out. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. to do.
0: Um I will say I did it very much enjoy visiting the city again. Um we kind of did a lot less this time because we had done a lot of the touristy stuff before mm-hmm. and um And you were sick? I was sick. And then we actually went for less days this time right? than last time. So we actually flew out on Friday, came back on Monday. So we didn't actually have a ton of time to kind of do much. So yeah, that was Saturday. Um, basically takes us to the actual race date on Sunday.
1: Well, one thing real quick on Saturday, okay. they did have a 5K this year. Oh, that's right. Yeah, which, which is different mm-hmm. than normal. Um, we didn't really affect us at all, but um, you could see people walking around afterwards with like... You know the race stuff, and I think you got a beanie if you did the five k. So saw some of those around.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't, so, but yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> we talked about it, but um, yeah, that was it. That's just I just wanted to, to mention that five okay. k on Saturday. You know, special challenge for doing the five k. Obviously, so yeah. of course we
0: didn't do nothing. Right,
1: but it, it's pretty cool, and I think it's it's nice if you if you head over there with somebody who maybe doesn't want to do the marathon.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, then they have the opportunity to do the five k on Saturday. Right. So kind of a nice thing to do. So I wonder if they'll keep doing that. Mm-hmm. For upcoming year so yeah that was the only other thing i wanted to mention for um for saturday
0: so back to sunday back to sunday okay race day Uh, race day uh race morning it's not it's not that early a wake-up call for the chicago marathon you would almost think it'd be an earlier race uh the race actually starts at eight o'clock right
1: (laughs) for your first wave
0: was it it was 7 30 see this is how
1: we keep doing this like all weekend
0: yeah yeah which is kind of funny it is okay well we don't worry about it too okay. much. It was seven thirty eight, eight thirty, somewhere in there. Right. Um so I mean, truly for a big race, that's not that early of a wake up call to kind of get from your hotel over to the starting area, which is a Grant Park. Um that's the start and finish. So one of the nice things about Chicago is you have this huge Grant Park, which is basically attached to Millennium Park, but um this huge area that provides the perfect spot for kind of the start and finish of a huge race. Um and it's nice that, you know, start and finish are the same place so you don't have to do the shuttle thing like you do have to do for some other races. So, um, makes it very logistically pretty easy on runners. Um, easier on the race too, of course. Um,
1: it is seven thirty and eight, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah, in case anybody's really wondering. that.
0: Well That's good. We should we should know. I really. Yeah. I,
1: so seven thirty for wave one, essentially. And, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um. Well, I guess we should start with that. So, um, seven thirty and eight. There's two big waves. So half hour between wave one and wave two. Mm-hmm. Wave one is basically. I don't remember the letter of the corrals, but it's all the red bibs. Mm-hmm. So there's a couple corrals that are red bibs. That's wave one. Um, in wave two, it's a bunch more corrals, which are actually broken up into two colors. There's the blue bibs that come next and then followed by gray bibs. And we'll kind of explain more of that later because that kind of helps organize people on race day. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you do have a kind of that, that big chunk to kind of break it up. Uh, we didn't mention Chicago's basically 40,000 runners. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't see the finisher number for this year. I know last year it was 38,000 and change. Um, this year, I think the only article I saw said basically 40,000. So I don't know actually what the number ended up
1: being. So not exactly 40,000, but,
0: but a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people. Um, A lot of people. (laughs) So yeah, I mean, our, our hotel was, was, was close, but it was still far enough for us to hop on the L train, which is kind of the local subway there. So I think it was only two or three stops away basically for us to go. So, you know, popped up in the morning, went over to the L train, no problems getting on the train with space or anything like that. It wasn't crazy, wasn't crowded. You know, most people out at that time were basically heading to the race. Um, you head over there towards Grand Park, depending on your bibs, uh, colors, they actually tell you which gates to kind of enter mm-hmm. the park at. Um, although it truly doesn't matter which gate you enter the park at. Right. Um, they try to direct people to certain gates, but it really doesn't matter. You do have to go through security upon entering the park. So basically, to check your bags. Um, they you, also
1: check your person. You gotta, I got down. That's right.
0: We got through I metal got detectors, pat right? Or yeah. pat down. Wait. I think it was a metal detector. I think it was the a metal wand.
1: detector, but then I think I forgot to take something out of my pocket, so oh, I pat got a pat down it. in that pocket. You were suspicious yeah. looking. But it was, it, was, it was food. I had mm-hmm. Cinnamon Toast Crunch in a pocket. Well, that's, that's suspicious. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no um
1: oh and um and they
0: actually did check the bags pretty well so yeah i'll give it, them credit for that
1: and the bags that they give you um they're clear mm-hmm. bags gear check bags you know like the drawstring ones that are plenty big enough i think to check your gear oh yeah they did you know have information ahead of time this is what you need to take For your gear check bag, you can't take personal bags. Still saw quite a few people with like backpacks and like personal bags. And then I did see one person that got stopped when he was trying to go past because he had like his own personal backpack Mm -hmm. and they were telling him that he couldn't bring it in. Okay. Um, I don't know what ended up happening with that because I don't know what you do at that point. I'm hoping maybe they had an extra clear bag that he could empty his contents into because I don't know what I would do with my backpack if I'm planning on bringing it in and they say you can't take it, even though it was very clear ahead of time that you couldn't bring your own. So, Hmm. yeah.
0: So, got through security. The dark... You know, it's pretty dark out at this time. So, um, you know, they got lights and stuff, but it's it's pretty dark. Um, everybody's in, you know, their sweats and you got your throwaways on. It, it wasn't too cold.
1: Um, no, we had planned for it to be cold because it was last time. It mm, was really cold last time. Yeah.
0: Um, but basically, we just kind of entered the park there after through security, headed kind of towards um, gear check. And the way they do that gear check is they coordinate that with the bibs. So, there's actually... Three completely separate gear checks. Mm-hmm. There's red, blue, and gray. Kind of goes along with your bibs. Um, really helps organize things when you have 40,000 runners and probably a huge majority of them checking gear. So we kind of headed over towards um, red and blue are actually next to each other. Gray is a little bit further, um, kind of closer to where those corrals will would start. Um, we basically just found a spot on the ground and basically just sat down and killed time and relaxed a while. We always say we're kind of early birds. So we mm-hmm. were there. Pretty early. Yeah. I mean, it's not like we're the first ones there or anything, but um, plenty of time. You know, at the time we got there, there's no lines for porta-potties, so. Right. Um, so, as it
1: started to line up, I just got in line just because. Yeah. It's like, okay, let me just get in line. So, okay, at least use it once before the race.
0: Yeah. I mean, we were there with a couple of friends, and and you were the only person that was in a wave one start. Mm-hmm. The rest of us were kind of in, uh, all in a wave two. A couple of us were in blue, and then one gray um, kind of split out. So, yeah, you definitely had the rush to kind of go a little bit sooner. Right. Than the rest of us. So. Yeah
1: and had it not been for me, maybe you guys would have arrived a little bit later.
0: Well, I wouldn't. But, oh, okay. Because um, like I said, I think we're kind of early birds. Yeah. And I just assume, at least with a race that starts at 8 o'clock, I, you know, I'm fine getting up at whatever time we had to get up. You know, had it been a Disney race and it's a 5.30 <laughs> start, then at that point, I'm looking for every 15-minute chunk of extra sleep I could possibly get. But yeah, this but in the situation, enough. not so much. Nah, this this yeah. situation, I'd rather just get there early and, and relax. So, um yeah, you kept an eye on porta potty lines mm-hmm. and just to make sure because you had to take off before the kind of the rest of us. Uh, what else you want to say before the race? Um, you know, the porta potty lines very very long. They get very very long, very very slow. We said that at, back in 2013. Mm-hmm. I think these moved a little bit quicker. Um, I think I actually went to a porta potty line much sooner than I had <laughs> in 2013. So I think 2013 it was kind of more up against the clock. Yeah, and, I did feel, feel like it was time.
1: more up against the clock last time. Yeah. So, but I did feel like the. Yeah, and maybe it was because I got there earlier to the porta potty line. It moved pretty quickly, mm-hmm. so yeah. Um, I did end up, well, I did end up using another porta potty again. That was like just for wave one corrals. Mm-hmm. So um, just one last time, I wasn't necessarily going to use it, but I was like, oh, I have time, like <laughs> on my way to the corral, and the, like the line wasn't very long. So, but as soon as I got in line, then like the line just ballooned behind me. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think I got there like just in time, so I was able to use it one more time gear check was pretty easy like you said you know it was all color-coded so i didn't really i didn't have to wait in line or anything just walked up and handed my stuff over
0: yeah when we were at blue when it was time for us was it was super super quick no line yeah
1: you put a little tag on there that they attach to your bib Mm -hmm. you know so they can identify it and everything so yeah
0: and then that it's basically you just head to your corrals um i think when you hopped in our corrals there's people there checking to make sure that you're in the proper corral um, the exact time that I was walking into my corral, I think there were so many people walking that they couldn't really check at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are, at least I, I got the feeling that they were trying to very much check corrals yeah. make sure you're in the right spot. I mean, the color thing makes it easier to make sure. It does
1: because you just have to identify the color, not necessarily right. look at yeah. like the letter next to your number.
0: But then, you know, because there's a couple blue corrals and a couple red corrals, right. whether that's correct or not, they're probably taking less of an interest in that. But yeah. um, they do a good job trying to make sure everything's organized and everybody's in the right spot.
1: I did have my bib checked a couple times just heading towards the red corrals, okay. but I don't know that they actually checked that I was in the right Corral. letter, mm-hmm. but I know they did make sure that I was like, that I had a red bib. I don't know if they checked that I was in the right letter, but
0: okay. yeah. Um, Anything you want to say about Gemini Corral and before the start? Because we kind of have separate starts, so if there's anything you want to say about yours and then I'll say mine. Yeah.
1: I mean, not, not too much. Um. I mean, got into my corral. Okay, it almost felt like maybe it was a little bit earlier than last time. I don't know that it was mm-hmm. because it didn't feel like the corral was as congested, um, you know. And I mean, there was plenty of space when I got there. Obviously, you know, the closer you get to your start time, the more congested it is, and you can't really move around or anything. But um, yeah, nothing, nothing really about my corral. I mean, there were some pace groups in there. Um, I actually didn't see the three four. I mean, yeah, three forty five pace group in my corral. I think they were there. I just didn't think that they didn't have a sign up. Um, so I was going to try to line up close to them, but I didn't, I didn't see their sign. So I ended up being just behind like, I think it was like three forty or something. Um, not wanting to run with them, but just, I just kind of lined and I did not want to line up like way at the back of the corral. So, right. so yeah. And they, they did have multiple pacers, for the same time like in different corrals Mm -hmm. so like there could have been a 345 in my corral and the one behind me or like a four in a couple of different corrals and the signs all said what corral they started in which was kind of nice to know so that you don't like panic if you're running and like some pace group passes you're like oh my gosh where did they come from like oh they're in a different corral so Mm -hmm. don't even worry about them so yeah i don't really have anything to say about being in the corral. i mean as soon as the for the, the start itself you know i could hear like the elite start and then slowly start moving forward course after like the national anthem and everything but could you hear the national anthem this time around i don't think you could last time
0: um I, i'm gonna say i have no idea because I, I i definitely didn't pay any attention to kind of your wave start so yeah because i wouldn't even you were getting ready for your point. yeah so um you know that makes one, sense, one thing i was gonna say is there's not really a ton of excitement at the start in terms of you know, there's not music blasting. There's not really somebody getting you pumped up on a speaker system. Or That's talking. true. They did have an announcer kind of talking. But yeah, it but like, there
1: isn't a whole lot of...
0: Yeah, it's not, yeah. you know, um it's not a lot of that crazy energy that you get sometimes. That's yeah. not necessarily to say it's good or bad. It's nope. just what it was. So, yeah. Okay. Um, I, I will say about my start, Um, wave two, eight o'clock start. My official start that I actually crossed the start line was six, 816 because I'm actually checking it right now. So it actually took 16 minutes um, from that wave start, assuming it started on time, which I have no idea. It could have started late. I would have no idea what was going on at the front. Um, 16 minutes to walk um, and get to the start line. Uh, It did work out because as we were kind of slowly walking, you know, they're kind of walking the corrals forward, walking the corrals forward. They had, I think, the porta-potties that you probably hit up at the last minute over there for, for the red Mm -hmm. for the red wave one was kind of off to the side and yeah kind of like
1: by some trees yeah yeah
0: and as we were slowly walking over there i think people had already kind of opened the the fences or the corral gates there and so you could actually just kind of go use those porta potties if you needed to so people kept like taking off to use those taking off and i was like i was like yeah i better just go to the bathroom so i was actually with a friend i was like all right if i don't see you um good luck have a good race i was like i'm just gonna quick porta potty stop before we go ran to a porta potty no line or anything like that ran right back i think he had moved Thirty feet. <laughs> you know, it was such so a slow walk them. to the So I was like, hey, I'm back. What's up? You know? Um so it actually worked because I love the fact that I was able to, you know, use a porta potty
1: one last time.
0: Literally, you know, within five minutes of my race start. Yeah. So that worked out um kinda randomly and pretty conveniently. So that yeah. was awesome for me.
1: <laughs> and I did my official time start at seven thirty nine.
0: Okay, so, so nine minutes. yeah Assuming an on time start. Right.
1: Which I think it was pretty close to an on time start.
0: Um So that's the start. I guess let's just talk about the course. Mm -hmm. Um, The first thing I'll say is you do kind of go through a tunnel within the first half mile.
1: Yeah,
2: it's super early. It's
0: super early. Um, And then basically kind of the first few miles of the race, you're kind of in the, let's call it the downtown Chicago area. Lots of big buildings, um, lots of people on the streets. Um, You know, Chicago has some, some pretty good crowds. I don't know why I felt like there was less people out there on the streets than there was in 2013. I had the same feeling. But I don't know if that's reality or just you know our fading memory of a race that we did three years before so not really sure but it felt like less people but i have no idea to be honest Uh, could be completely wrong on that so Um, but there are lots of people out there and signs and cheering for family members and it was kind of funny seeing some people have some really good ideas about how to make sure they get seen by the family members Mm -hmm. like one person was like it was like a long mop handle with like some straggly colored it wasn't a wig but it was like made out of some weird material so i i think that was, was it so a mop no it wasn't a mop though that, that was the weird <laughs> okay. thing it wasn't an I'm actual i'm like was mop. it just
1: a mop turned upside down
0: <laughs> you're like do you know what a mop looks like exactly. that's what it was no it was like colored it, it was like almost like colored plastic but um okay i saw several different things like that that were obviously used by family members so that the runner could find them easily in the crowd i but, saw
1: like big balloons yeah. um And not necessarily like, okay, I bought this purposely for like to give to you at the finish. Mm -hmm. But it's almost like to identify you. Like I saw like this huge like Mickey balloon and I saw her at a couple spots. I'm like, okay. Oh, she was fighting the wind a little bit. Either breeze. (laughs) So, yeah, I saw a couple of of those things. But yeah, I guess you kind of have to get creative if you want to make sure.
0: It'd be really hard. you're
1: seen or. Yeah.
0: Although, to be honest, you can actually. Chicago, if you're a spectator, you can actually kind of run around between a few different spots on Mm -hmm. the course. I saw Um, a couple
1: people where I'm like, hey, I just saw you at the. Yeah,
0: yeah, because it's kind of a loop kind of around the city right there that that you can kind of get to other spots on the course. There was actually a dog and whoever the dog's owner was that I saw several times throughout the race. And I, only, I remember the dog because they were barking <laughs> every time I saw them. So it was very easy to kind of distinguish the dog from everybody else. So uh not the worst race for a spectator because you can get around. I'm, I'm sure that's not necessarily easy, but it's definitely doable. Right. Um But it's but, not
1: like it's like a point-to-point course where like, okay, you have to... You really have to drive, yeah. you know, to get somewhere, or ride a bike, or something. So yeah.
0: I don't know if you can jump on the L and get around, or I, I've never I looked at it from the spectator yeah. point of view to, kinda had to understand that. So, um, yeah. So I mean that that beginning part, you hit the tunnel, you're in the buildings, you're kind of in the downtown area. Um, I think maybe we'll talk about it more, but I guess the one warning is the course will play havoc on your GPS. Mm-hmm. So because of that spot, yeah, the tunnel will will definitely throw a lot of people's GPS off right at the jump, um, and then. Depending on your GPS, the buildings kind of early on might not be too friendly Mm -hmm. uh, to your GPS. And I'm obviously mentioning that because my GPS was super inaccurate for this race.
1: Yep. Mine was too. Um,
0: And I don't remember if we had the same problem in 2013 or not. I know I did. I remember that. Yep. So just warning you, um, I think we'll share more of our individual races later on, but um, put that warning there. Mm -hmm. Um, Other than that, you kind of do your tour of Chicago by foot. I mean, I don't know specifically anything you want to mention about the course,
2: Get to,
1: I mean, you get to go over a couple bridges, mm-hmm. um, which most of it is, like, they have, like, it's, like, grates or something, but they do cover it up with, like, carpet-type yeah. thing. I don't know what you call it. Mm-hmm. I guess it's rug. It's like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't like know. Like so, it's carpet. kind of nice to have that. Of um, course, is generally flat. I mean, there's very few slight inclines, but I I'd call it a flat course.
0: Yeah, I've always referred to Chicago since we did it as pancake flat, and I think I'm going to stop referring it to as pancake flat i'm just gonna say it's really flat
1: it's really flat
0: because there was a couple little slight gradients definitely no hills on the course whatsoever but um but it's not pancake flat i guess i don't know yeah it's
1: not pancake flat but it's it's
0: at least it didn't feel like it's it's like like waffle flat (laughs) (laughs) no wait a waffle would be that'd be a horrible course okay never mind wouldn't that be like a lot of ups i don't know
1: i don't know (laughs) yeah but yeah i mean it's still it's still nice to see different parts of the city like you go through boys town you know Mm -hmm. and like they're out there you know, people there being entertaining. Um, they have like the, the Chinese dragon, mm-hmm. you know, um, other various ethnicities have different type of, you know, like music and, you know, that are like, you know, uh, native to them. So it's kind of nice just to see yeah. that out there. So you're
0: definitely going through a lot of specific neighborhoods that mm-hmm. have a lot of character that's kind of yep. unique to them. Um, although, you know, it, there's no like specific race entertainment, you know, there's no bands on the corner type of thing.
1: Right. Like um, provided by yeah, you know, Chicago race, Marathon type yeah. thing. Yeah.
0: So, it's very much just reliant on the cities and the local, you know, the locals that are there and the neighborhoods that you go through. And they do
1: a pretty good job of that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What else on the course? I will say, not a ton of, like, free aid from random people on the streets. I don't know if we got spoiled by the LA Marathon at the beginning of the year. Maybe. um, Because... I mean even now comparing LA Marathon to Chicago like the amount of like food and drinks and stuff people were just handing out at LA was like awesome and then you know compared to that Chicago was like nothing in a way. I mean there was people out there with bananas and and drinks. And there it was, was
1: it wasn't a lot?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And there was obviously a big difference in that when we ran the LA Marathon it was super hot. Right. Um and we haven't mentioned the weather but ended up being very very nice weather. Perfect um, weather.
1: It didn't rain. It didn't rain. It was like, what, 50s to 60s the entire time? Yeah. Um, Sun was out most of the time, but it wasn't like... I mean, you're running through the city with lots of tall buildings, so there's quite a bit of shade Mm -hmm. for a lot of it, um, or at least areas where you could get to the shade. Um, Not really windy. No. There was like maybe two little spots where like there was a gust of wind and I had to hold on to my hat, but it was like brief. It wasn't... I didn't have an issue with any sort of wind at all the entire time, so... Mm -hmm. Yeah, we couldn't have asked for better better weather. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's a good point that had it been eighty degrees,
0: yeah, we, didn't, we, we would didn't have had need. more people
1: out there. Yeah. I think I think they would have been out there like helping. But yeah, I mean there was there was different things being offered, but in comparison mm-hmm. um wasn't as much. Yeah. Yeah. Did see some food for sale at a couple places. Did where, you really? Yeah. And I was like, Oh, if I wasn't running, I'd, you know, just stop right there and have some food. <laughs> so
0: I know at one point but, you kinda of run down the street and there's like a five guys' burgers on the right side uh-huh. and their signs kind of like right in your face as you're running down the street. I was like, oh. I was you like, I'm to go for a burger. burger literally right now. But, um, that's probably a bad idea during a marathon. So. Yeah. But it, but it looked very appetizing at the time. I will say that.
1: Well, you could stop and eat and then head back out on course. You that's just true. gotta, you just gotta make Take the cut. A right. So yeah. 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 There's, um, it felt like there was quite a few turns on the course and I don't know if that's just because of the courses that we run this year or maybe I'm just thinking to like grandma's where there's like, hardly any turns until the very end
2: Mm
1: -hmm. um but it felt like i was like turning quite a bit which i mean it doesn't really matter except you have to like kind of try to maneuver around people that aren't running the tangents and you're trying to run the tangent um but yeah i just felt like i was like oh okay another turn oh another turn i mean there were a couple of stretches where it's just like straight away for a few Mm -hmm. miles but then it felt like okay turn 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 okay and then like straight away so maybe i'm just thinking of like grandma's where there was like hardly anything
0: yeah i didn't think it was so much you know a ton of turns. I know there's kind of a section early on in the, in the first half of the race that, um, you're kind of, you're not zigzagging. You're kind of gently winding down the road and there's a lot of curves to it. Kind of.
1: Maybe that's what I'm like thinking. I I kind of
0: wanted to smack people upside the head because I'm sitting there running like the straightest tangent that I could possibly run. Um, and they're running like
1: along the curve and they're
0: just following the road. And I'm like, don't do that. And it's funny because they actually, I don't know if it's from this year's race, past race. They had the blue line. Um, yeah. Uh, on the road so which is used by elites that basically that's where you want to be that's mm-hmm. i don't know if that's the exact measurement of the course but a lot of times early on i was following the blue line and you know i'm trying to almost zigzag around people because they're just following the road i'm like yes. Come on, let's shorten this race up a little bit but um but i do say smack people outside the head in a, in a gentle friendly way <laughs>
1: Not if to take want... not to take them out of the race. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no.
0: I just, you know, I didn't want to run any extra steps. You yeah. Know? Um Yeah, anything else?
1: Uh aid stations. Lots of them. Lots of them. Mm-hmm. Very well stocked. I didn't see, at least when I came through, any issue in terms of them either not having enough um, you know, water, Gatorade, mm-hmm. or whatever else they had there, or enough people mm-hmm. handing stuff out. I don't know if that was your experience, but and it's their very long aid stations. Yes. So I think they even say like don't eight panic. stations are two blocks long so if you can't get it from somebody at the beginning like just keep going and yeah and i never saw like everybody you know too busy like handing out mm-hmm. cups that i couldn't find somebody that could give me one so and it's always in the same order so it's always gatorade first then water so it's nice to know that you mm-hmm. know it's like every single time you know what you're getting um and then
0: it's almost always on both sides too right yeah yeah yep if not every time i don't know yeah
1: I don't, I don't remember one where it wasn't on both sides. I mean, it's possible. But yeah, so it's, it's plenty. So, I, I mean, did you see any issues with aid stations when um, you came through?
0: I will actually say the very first aid station that we came to on the course was probably the best first aid station that I've ever seen at a marathon.
1: I would agree with that. So,
0: it was, you know, normally the first aid station at a race, a lot of times it's the one that gets kind of crushed. Because yeah,
1: and they're just trying to... The, you know,
0: the timeline is kind of condensed. And, you know, everybody seems to just jam that first table, and that that's the one that always seems like a cluster, you know, and then we always say kind of, oh, the rest were fine after that. This one, the first aid station was tons of volunteers, no problem getting into them, um, super, you know, it was super long, and no issues whatsoever, and probably the best I've ever seen. There was an aid station at 23 or something like that. If you were in the back of the pack, which is where I was during this race, um, there was only two volunteers <laughs> on the right what? side. Swear to god. Two volunteers They must have it. left like I know they wow. left because <laughs> I could see like 10 a lot of the the volunteers were high school kids I'm assuming. Yeah. I'm making guess on age. Um but that that one aid station I did see like eight kids kind of sitting over on the curb. Just <laughs> I guess they were done for the day. Um And and mind you, this is like five hours into the race. And so it's very much towards the end. And and there are aid stations much closer together at the end. So it wasn't a big issue. But um, that one particular table, there was just two people. I think that was water. I think it was the water table. Hmm. Um, And because I saw a runner basically go to the table to get their own water. But that was it. Other than that, I mean, the volunteers did a great job. And, you know, I feel for those volunteers if you're kind of at one of those later... Aid stations. Right, you are out there for hours and hours and yeah. hours, and you know it had thinned out at that point, and they're close together. So I'm not complaining. That's not a big deal, but I thought it was funny at the time. So
1: and they do have 28 stations, just in case yeah. anybody's wondering, probably one or two miles apart. There. Um, and then they did have Power Bar energy gels at Aid Station 13, which was mile 17.8. Okay, I think that was the only only place that they had that. And then they did have Gatorade chews mm-hmm. at I think one aid station. Yeah, and then bananas at a, a couple is yeah. what I remember as it's, far as like the fuel goes.
0: It's kind of funny because I've had Gatorade chews twice in my life, and it's just the two times I've done the Chicago Marathon. I never oh, really? really you had it last time. I don't yeah, even I did. remember
1: them being there last time. Oh, they were there in the oh. same
0: spot, in the same exact spot actually. Interesting. So, but that's the only time two times in yeah, my I'm life.
1: Twelve point five for that one.
0: Yeah, only times I've had them, and probably like the only times that I've really seen Gatorade chews.
1: I don't think I've ever had them. How do they taste?
0: Pretty good, no complaints. Okay. Yeah, worked fine.
1: Just like any other chew.
0: Pretty much. Pretty much,
1: For the most part. And it's not they,
0: that complicated a thing, I guess, to get right.
1: You know, and of course they do have like medical tents and then they have uh, toilet facilities, which aren't always right next to the eight stations, but somewhat close. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did see, at least for a lot of them, where they would actually have a sign that says like toilets and then like an arrow. So you knew, because it wasn't always like, it might be before the eight station. It right. might be after. It might be down this little side street. Yeah, it's down the side so street So it's nice to have the sign that yes. says, toilets that way that way you're not trying to figure out okay i'm running on the right side do i stay here if i'm gonna use a toilet or should i go to the left and then there were signs too that would say like eight station ahead so you Mm -hmm. knew it was coming up so if you needed to i don't know get your gel out or something you know or whatever you need to do to get ready um you knew they were coming so
0: i mean the eight stations were so big you could actually just see them down the road you didn't even really need um anything extra and a lot of times they are actually i said they're on both sides but a lot of times they're staggered so right i mean you can almost hit The tables on both sides. Right and left. I mean, not in the beginning, but um, yeah. What else? Um, I mean, the race. I I do want to go back to kind of the beginning. It it is crowded. You know, Mm -hmm. your first several miles. It wasn't. I swear, twenty thirteen was more crowded. But um, you know, it's important to if you're really chasing a pace to make sure you're in the right corral. If you're not in the right corral, it's going to be hard to um,
1: to to get to your pace. Yeah, to settle either settle in or catch up or. Yeah, I think it's it's really important to try to see yourself as mm-hmm. close to what you want to run as possible. Yeah.
0: And I granted, to get your original corral assignment, you had to, I think, submit a time, I think, or just your estimated finish. I don't know.
1: I know for, I think, the um, wave one, you actually have to provide proof of, oh, of, time. of a okay. previous, yeah. So. What else do
0: no, you want to just, mention about the course? Went through aid stations, medical. Mm.
1: trying to think of anything else signs on course there's like just like, like spectator, spectator signs? signs okay yeah there's a lot of trump signs because yes. that's you know what's Hot happening topic. yeah in the world right now or not in the world in the u.s right now i mean i don't know maybe in the world <laughs> but um but you i remember the sign do you remember which one you told me about that I, you said was your favorite one no with the dog oh i remember what it said but
0: it was this was early on in the race
1: 'Cause I thought that was a really
0: I'm trying to remember exactly it was a really unique it, and, and funny
1: I, one and I didn't see it, but I thought that was
0: awesome. I think the sign said only nineteen more miles and then you get to do this and it had an arrow pointing down and at the I think this was a lady at her feet where the arrow was pointing was her dog just completely crashed out sleeping on on the curb there. Yeah, that's awesome. I thought it was hilarious because yeah. I mean I don't know if it's just that time that I ran through obviously the dog was was coordinated with the sign enough to be crashed out or like is her dog always just sleeping
1: maybe that's what the dog does the entire <laughs> time and so she knew well
0: because when i first saw the sign you know as you're reading the sign I'm only 19 miles and i'm like why the hell are you saying 19 miles right. to go like that's please don't dangerous. tell me that yeah. but then the arrow pointing to the dog i thought it was hilarious and yeah one of my favorite so thank you for remembering because i already forgot
1: yeah I, th- I just thought that was like really unique and yeah. it's, it's it's difficult to find unique signs now you know so i kind of look for those yeah um There was one that I think it said like you're fifty six percent done or something random like that. I'm like, what? I'm like, I
0: don't don't know what that means. Right, and I don't (laughs) don't want to try to
1: calculate it right now. Like that doesn't even. That's like making my head hurt. So, yeah, (laughs) they did have um, mile markers that uh, I think split like at every five k, split it half marathon, Mm -hmm. um, which people could track you on. Um, We could track each other if on Mm -hmm. the app and everything. So that was kind of nice to see that too um they did have a a line on the road at each mile i don't know if you noticed that it's like a white line painted so i could i could look at my watch and see like i'm passing mile 17 right now
0: that was at every mile yeah interesting so you're saying i ran across that 26 times and i really didn't notice that
1: if you didn't notice it yeah okay yeah so it's kind of nice to have that no that's not what i'm
0: saying (laughs) (laughs) but i'll believe you that they were there
1: yeah i think that's it for like the course itself um that I can think of. And that's all I have on my notes for the coast. For the actual for the course. course itself.
0: Yeah, okay. That's well, what I'm trying let's to say. Kind of get into the finish. Um the nice thing about kind of right before you get to the finish is I don't know if I think it's twenty mile, twenty I think I guess you make the final turn It not the final turn. The almost final turn.
1: Yeah, that is not tw- the final turn. Twenty
0: three and a half or something like that. Yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. You have the course map up. Yep. Okay. Um and then you basically down Michigan Avenue, mm-hmm. you have a very nice long two miles kind of to take you home um you do have to make one last right and the only slightest hill hill if that's a hill yeah Um, although
1: these two miles had less people than i remember from 2013 okay it 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 seemed like super jam-packed the last time we ran it like just like overflowing and this time like the whole right side was almost empty Mm -hmm. and then in some sections the people were like in front of the barricades like on the course i'm like what are you doing out here (laughs) like cheering like on the course like we can barely even like run a straight line you might want to go behind the barricade Mm -hmm. so we don't you don't knock us over we don't knock you over so but Um, but yeah so the straightaway. yeah
0: so it's a long it's kind of nice to kind of be at the finish line there with with or almost the finish line with a nice long two miles kind of straight away as you're finishing you know not tons of turns at the end but then you do make that last right and then a left and you're basically running into the finish line at that point uh, into Grant Park which is um, a nice finish at the park yeah you know got the banner overhead and um cross the finish line and then you're done and then you begin the long (laughs) long post race walk Mm -hmm. um, because it's kind of a long you get your medal um they have medical people there if you're in need of assistance um
1: they have spotter towers which you don't see a lot of Mm -hmm. so just some towers that are higher up for people to to spot potential issues issues with runners medical yeah Uh,
0: somebody having too much fun no (laughs) um maybe you know, you get a couple of your post-race snacks. I don't even barely remember what they had. Um, I know you get your, you know, metal. Then you get your water.
1: That Gatorade protein something? Oh, yeah.
0: Gatorade protein. Yeah. Whatever it is. And then banana. Mm-hmm.
1: And then you got a little, like, grocery bag. Like a plastic bag. Yes. Which was nice because then you can throw, like, your water in there or whatever mm-hmm. you had. And there was some in stuff there. in the bag, right? Yeah. And there was some stuff in the bag. Some other snacks like you know, pretzels and, I don't know, there's there's a bunch of other stuff in there. So that was, that was nice. And nice. An apple. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And you can get beer. Yeah. Which is awesome because right. you don't like have to right go there. to like a beer garden or yep. tent or corner and didn't have to bust out your ID. They just hand you a beer. Mm-hmm. So I definitely took a beer. Yeah. Um.
1: I thought about it. <laughs> and then I remembered, I don't like beer. You're just going to take a sip and throw it away. So I didn't.
0: But... Uh, they did have mylars after right after two. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: Which I wasn't, I wasn't cold, no, but I was... took one anyways because I thought I might get cold. Like if, if there's cloud cover, I'm going to get cold and I knew I'd be waiting a little bit for everybody else. So... But I ended up like not even really needing it. Right.
0: Well, I so. took a mylar, and then the nice thing too was they had the little stickers.
1: I didn't get a sticker, but I remember that from the last time. Yeah. So
0: it doesn't fall off. Right. Because it's kind of hard to hold your mylar. I just on tied and mine. Stuff. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. Um. And then they did have bags of ice, so if you needed mm-hmm. ice, you could grab it right there. I think that was the end of that little section, right?
1: I Think so. I'm taking a look at the. Oh, and then of course the um section where you can get your official uh, picture. Picture. I skipped right. Past I skipped that. through that too because I knew I wasn't gonna purchase anything so
0: um and then after that you continue walking out through the park there and you, you'll you pass your gear check mm-hmm. uh, that you can grab your stuff and then at the farthest end of the park was kind of the family reunion um after party i think yeah, they called the 27th mile celebration. type of thing Yep, um, where they had you know of course the lettered signs and you can catch up with family and um, i know that was pretty busy and packed obviously yeah. with a race of this size
1: they do have music Mm-hmm. live music yeah. playing constantly there. They do have a uh, a beer garden. I don't know if there. you said that already. Yeah. yeah, sorry. And then um massage. Oh, and they actually had a an area where you could refill water bottles, which was kind of nice because okay. I, you know, you, like you get the water bottle that they give you um but you know if you're waiting for any length of time or you drink it, it's like, okay, well now I'm out of water. So I I actually just walked over to like the refill station and they just fill up
0: your That's actually a really good idea. Yeah.
1: So took advantage of that. And A couple of like random freebie stuff. Like there was some I think at the expo too, and, and at the finish line, there was some like cheese and cracker company that was just trying to give oh, yeah. away like tons of cheese and crackers, like combination things. Yeah, we always um, talk about
0: people taking like too much food, like yeah. post race. The, these were the people that were like, "Please take as much. Like take this as whole you can box. Carry. Yeah,
1: <laughs> they actually gave me a. I didn't want a box, but they gave me a box when because I was there with a few other people. I'm like, okay, I'll just take it. And share They're like, it, we, we but. don't
0: want to take this home at all. <laughs> exactly. You take, please. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I mean, uh, with your bib, you actually also got a beer ticket to that beer garden. So Mm -hmm. you could have actually grabbed a beer across the finish line and then you can get another beer,
1: um, in the garden,
0: in the the 27th party Mm -hmm. or 27th mile, whatever it was. Right.
1: And for people who weren't running or didn't have that ticket, they could purchase the beer or they Mm -hmm. could purchase a ticket at a booth to go get the beer. So,
0: um, yeah. So that's basically the end of it there. Uh, we did meet up there and then for us, it was just a walk back to the L train and the short little ride. Um, Back to the hotel, Mm -hmm. um, and kind of relaxed after that. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: Before eating,
0: before eating again, eating some
1: deep dish. Yeah, yeah, Uh,
0: again. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um. All right. Should we talk about our specific races? Do you
1: want to talk about the medal first, or specific races first? Since we're kind of talking about the I skipped
0: right over that. So we did get a medal. Yes. Um. It's a pretty basic, simple medal. A little bit smaller than I expected. Um.
1: I don't know that it's that basic based on what it has on there. Oh, that's
0: true. I agree with you. That's probably an incorrect statement. Yeah. The
1: ribbon is uh, like blue and red, right. you know, which makes sense because those are like the colors of the Chicago Marathon. I thought for some reason it kind of struck me that there wasn't any writing on the ribbon because mm-hmm. a lot of the ribbons we get now for race medals have writing. But yeah. then I, I, when once we got back, um, I took a look at the 2013 medal okay. and the ribbon doesn't have any writing on it. It's oh, okay. just blue Same and red. Thing. So I think it's just, I don't know what it was that I just, that for some reason that stood out. But yeah, on the medal itself, um, it has the... Basically, there's Chicago Picasso on there, which is a sculpture Mm -hmm. that we actually went to go see. That was one of the touristy things we did because we wanted to see where it was in the city and what it looked like. Well, because I think if you're from out of town
0: and you see the medal and you go, what the heck is this thing? Yeah, you have no idea what it is. I, you know, did a kid submit a painting that they decided to put on the medal? But it's actually this Picasso statue that -hmm. they, it's in downtown Chicago, which we walked over to check. It's actually very massive. (laughs) um it's not a small thing at all but no. um so it's, when you kind of it's
1: 50 feet tall
0: yeah so very big um so as long as you know what it's about it kind of makes sense and it's kind of cool it's something local so a little bit different so actually like that once i got to see the real thing yeah but when they first posted the metal online like, what, like two weeks huh? before i was like huh but yeah, yeah. exactly i was like yeah. what i don't what? get it what's going on what i miss
1: yeah it's it's but it's actually kind of like it cuz i think it's one of those things where it has meaning like that we know what it is mm-hmm. and we saw the sculpture yeah. and so it kind of has that connection um, but somebody just kind of looking at the metal, yeah, is not going to be like, oh, I know what that is, and that's what this means. So, yeah, it's special though. Yeah, yeah.
0: All right, so, so jumping races. into our race, yeah. I'll you let you want to go, go first? Now, let you go first.
1: Okay, um, you
0: finished first. I think you get to go first. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, let's see. So, my plan was, what was I saying? My a,
0: eagle,
1: eagle was. Under three forty-five, my B goal was under four, and then I guess a C goal is to just finish. to finish. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, I think I felt pretty good. I felt I didn't feel too nervous or anxious before the race, which is surprising because I always feel nervous and anxious before any race. Um, but yeah, my plan was just to run my own race. I was originally going to try to stay with three forty-five pacers, but didn't see them, so it's like okay, I'm going to run my own race. And then um, as soon as we went through that tunnel or underpass or whatever it is, lost my GPS. And then I remembered, oh, yeah, this happened three years ago. And then it was kind of hard for me to use my own GPS watch to figure out like where I'm at and what my pace is. So, um, yeah, it was it was doing all kinds of weird things when I came out of there. It said I had run like a five minute mile and I was already like, you know, way ahead on the course. I'm like, okay, this is going to be interesting. So I figured I wouldn't, I wasn't going to be able to use the pace, at least not for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and the miles weren't going to match up obviously. Cause when I got to like the first or second mile mark, I was already like half a mile ahead. Right. Um, so I just figured I was just going to use the overall time. Um, cause I was trying to run around an eight thirty ish. And so I was just adding eight thirty to every mile. And that was relatively easy to do for like the first half. <laughs> you know, just to keep adding. So I'm like, okay, when I get to mile this, this is where I want to be. So I, that's what I basically used it as. I used it more as like a watch. And then I used the mile markers on course to figure out where I was at. So felt pretty good um to flight like the first half. I think I was pretty much right on
2: mm-hmm. with
1: the exception. I think there was, there was one mile that I was too fast because I had forgotten my GPS watch still wasn't working well. And so it was telling me I was running slower than I was. So I pushed a little harder and then when I did the math, I'm like, okay, yeah, that I ran that too fast. Hopefully that doesn't catch up to me later. Whether it did or not, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I felt pretty good. I was pretty steady. Um, it wasn't as crowded as I remember it being at the start, as it was in 2013, where I felt like I was just stuck between people, like literally stuck between people, like elbow to elbow, like I couldn't maneuver or go around or anything like that. And it didn't feel that congested this time around. So that was, that was nice. Cause I was able to go around a couple people and just kind of find my, my own pace. Um, cause I was worried that I was going to like get stuck and either end up running way faster than I wanted to early on, or not be able to get around some people and have that be the reason that I ended up, you know, like zigzagging or putting more effort into it earlier on. So probably at maybe just after the half marathon point, um, no, it was, it was right before mile 14. There there was an aid station like close to that, um, had a, had to make a port potty stop. So kind of bummed about that, but I mean, just, you know, you got to stop when you got to stop. So I stopped, um, and that's, that's where I was really grateful that the sign was really obvious, like toilets this way. Cause I knew like, okay, I'm going that way. So, um, didn't have to wait in line or anything. You know, there was quite a few, so went over there and then lost probably about a good two or three minutes there. So I'm like, okay, well, you know, it is what it is. I'll miss my 345 probably, but should be able to get into four. Um, came back out onto the course and just kind of had a hard time like finding like my my rhythm again. Like I had felt like I was pretty, doing pretty well as far as my, my rhythm goes until like mile 14. And then once like after the, the bathroom stop and I came back out, it just, it just felt like, I don't know, it was hard to describe. Like nothing, I didn't really have any problems, you know, it just felt like I just couldn't get into the rhythm again and so I was like slowing down and speeding up and slowing down and speeding up. And what ended up happening in general is I just slow down, you know, and then it got to the point where I was like, Well, okay, I'm definitely missing three forty five, so let's just go for four, Right. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean I don't know at that point I'm like, eh, who cares, right? I'm missing three forty five. Let's go for four, I should be able to do four. Um, and then um then I was like, Well <laughs> maybe I miss four <laughs> you know, like that's just kinda how it happens, right? Well four is not that Like important. I'm kinda tired, you know. <laughs> what if I slowed down a little bit and I still wasn't sure like if at that point I couldn't even do the math you know like I was like you know like mile 20 I'm like I don't even know what my projected finish time is you know like I couldn't like do the math anymore I'm like I don't know what my projected finish time is I'm like I think if I run under this this pace wise I should be able to finish under four um but then as time went on I'm like wait no that wasn't right so I was like I don't even know I'm like I'm just gonna run you know like based on feel and um I think the fact that And I I shouldn't rely on my GPS watch all the time, but I think the fact that it was just so off, like right off the bat, Mm -hmm. I think I ended up maybe running a little bit faster the first half than I should have. And then it kind of allowed me to just not push myself as much as I could have the second half. Cause I'm like, Oh, I don't know what my GPS watch is doing. I'll just go based on feel versus like, maybe if it was working or if it was synced up, I would have been able to look and been like, okay, I can speed it up a little bit, Mm -hmm. you know, like just made myself push, but I, I didn't, um, but I didn't really have like any low points or anything. I felt like my feeling was okay. I felt like my hydration was fine. Um, you know, nothing was really hurting more than it normally does in a marathon, you know, after like however many miles out there with the exception of, I think in the last four miles, um, I had to like make a quick like lateral movement to avoid somebody. And my left calf was like so close to cramping up. It was one of those things where I was like, no, 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 no. You know, so I was just like, okay, don't, don't cramp up, don't cramp up. So I just, I slowed down. I didn't stop, but I slowed down. And then any other time I had to make just a slight lateral movement, the same thing happened. So I was kind of like scared because I'm like, I don't want to be, I don't want to push it that it cramps up and it seizes. And then I have to like walk and limp like the rest of the two and a half miles you know, because of that. Mm. So I, I definitely slowed down in those last couple of miles because of that. And then once we made like that right turn to the hill, I'm like, okay, I don't care. I'm just going <laughs> to, now I'm just going to sprint. Cause I have to walk if it's not, you know, if I have to walk, it's not that far. So I missed three forty five. I missed four. I can't even remember exactly what my finish time was now, but, um, yeah, I missed both a and B goals. Yeah. Which is minus- exactly why you don't know your finish time. <laughs> yeah. Four Oh six Oh two. So, yeah, my splits were were pretty good um, through the half, and then they slowed down. And then my very last little section, like from 40K to the end, which I know isn't very far, um, definitely sped up there. So, yeah, but, I mean, I finished, in. I didn't feel that bad. You know, like nothing – I mean, my calf was kind of tight, and I was, okay, just, you know, if you cramp up now, then, okay, whatever. You know, just – stretch it out and that sort of thing, but it never did actually like full on cramp. It was just like on the verge, like the entire time. Yeah. Like just right there. Um, And I think even though it's kind of a, a bit of a walk to get through all the stuff, the, the, the runner's area, the finishers area, the gear check over to the family reunion area, which it took me like probably a good half hour (laughs) to get over there. And I wasn't, I didn't like stop to do anything, you know, just Mm -hmm. like moving along. But I think the fact that you actually have to walk that distance kind of helps. Like, cause you're not just like, you just automatically stop and sit down or at least I didn't, you know, so I think it helped that I was like just moving and moving along. Cause I didn't feel that bad even like later that day, you know, I'm jumping ahead, but, um, you know, felt like relatively good. So I think I just, I mean, this is just where I am fitness wise right now. And it's always one of those things. Well, if you didn't have to use the bathroom, how would things have turned out? (laughs) I mean, I probably would have slowed down anyways, you know, so maybe not to this degree. I don't know. I just, it felt like. It just threw off my whole rhythm more than anything. So, and I'd, I've never had that happen before, I don't think, where I just felt so like, honestly, disoriented, but just like, just thrown off, mm-hmm. you know, like, okay, now I got to like start all over again, kind of. So that was, that was weird. But um, yeah, I didn't really have any, any other issues. I did fine with mostly water, some Gatorade. I didn't run with, um, I didn't carry my own stuff this time in terms of like Tailwind. I just wanted to, to use their aid station stuff. Used some cliff shots and i did drop one which i hadn't done before i was about to take it and then just like flew out of my hand no idea what happened and then i looked back and i'm like i'm not going back for that no, one no, definitely yeah. worth it. so then i ended up using one of their power bar gels like half of one mm. um because then i was like one short so and that was fine um and i think i had like a couple of banana slices where they actually had them at the the station so yeah and i didn't feel like i bonked or hit the wall at any point. And I think um, I didn't really have any low points in terms of like, oh, I can't do this or that sort of thing. I mean, I did have the points where I'm like, this is really long. I'm really tired. Um, and I definitely had that thought that I have every single time where I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing this anymore. Like, I'm not doing another marathon. And then I was like, oh, wait, I'm signed up for one next year. I'm like, okay, I'm doing that one because I'm already signed up, but I'm not signing up for any more. So I can't remember exactly where that was, mm-hmm. but I definitely had that. where I'm like, yeah, what? Why? Why? We, why are we doing this again? Like, this is really far. Um, and I'm just really tired. And I suffer? I just, like, want to go have some pizza and walk around the city. Yeah. You know, that sort of... But then, of course, you're done and you're like, yeah, okay, cool, I did it. You know, so, yeah. Then you start thinking about other races. But I haven't... I've been looking up... I know I'm going all over the place here. I have been looking up, like, other races to sign up for, but none of them have actually been road marathons. Okay. So, take that for... What it's worth. It's worth. Yeah. 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 So I think that's pretty much my race. So it's just not a good marathon year for me. So, and that's okay. <laughs> it but happens. you still had fun, right? Oh yeah. yeah. I had fun. Okay. Yeah. And it's, it's still a, a great course. And I think the, um, just the feel of being there, like that race weekend, like you just feel like.
0: It's exciting. Yeah. It's yeah.
1: exciting. It's like a nice experience. You see like runners everywhere and you know, like. You know, from the airport to the city, it's, you know, everybody, like all these runners. It's just, yeah, it's just, it's a nice experience, like just overall, so.
0: And I think the one thing we said we, you probably should have done was maybe take a pace band because of the GPS issues, Right. right? And
1: I did have, I did grab a pace tattoo, which I've used before from the expo, but I didn't put it on that morning because I didn't lay it out with my stuff and then I forgot about it. So you would have. Yeah, I would have. So, and that would have worked for that. I mean, I still... Would have missed the three forty five, but then I would have been able to use that instead of rely on my watch. So right. yeah. Alright. So that was my long winded race experience. No, that was good. Okay. No. Yeah. It wasn't all over the place. A little no, bit. I actually I don't think so. Okay, good. So how was how was your race?
0: Um let me get all over the place here. Um Yeah, for me, I mean the enders skipping. <laughs> Spoiling the end. I mean it wasn't obviously it wasn't <laughs> it was a great race. Are you are me, you working but, your way back? <laughs> yeah. No, um, I I was – and we talked about it, obviously, and I think it was pretty apparent in my voice. I was sick the week before leading into the race, which was kind of a super huge bummer for me because I didn't want to be sick in Chicago just in terms of having fun over the weekend and then certainly on race day. So um, I was kind of getting over my cold come – Come race morning. I definitely um made sure the night before the race I took my kind of over the counter stuff so I can make sure I can get a good night's sleep and race morning took some more over the counter stuff to try to have the best race that I possibly could have. Um in the end I actually felt much better than I feared on race day. Certainly not a hundred percent. Um kind of still had the sniffles. Thankfully no cough um at all That's on good. race day. So, so I nothing happy. like
1: respiratory
0: No. That's good. Um Although it's funny, I think at one point I think I popped my ears like at mile twenty-four or something like that, and I was like, "Oh my god, have my ears been plugged the entire race?" <laughs> didn't even know. <laughs> and I didn't know. It was kind of weird, but um, yeah. So obviously, I didn't feel great. Um, I interesting enough, I think at about mile nine is when I just felt really, really, really tired, and and much more tired than I have ever felt at mile nine and i think that's just kind of getting over the cold type mm-hmm. of thing it wasn't like i felt horrible because of a cough or you know uh you know a runny nose or anything like that i just i think from being sick the week before i just felt really really tired i mean i was a tired at mile nine as i probably would normally be at 16 or something like that so i was like oh <laughs> this is gonna be a really long day because i'm like i shouldn't be feeling you know this bad and then my gps sh- screwed up all to hell also um and so you know, basically at the jump my my gps wasn't reliable at all so i actually thought i was running faster than i was <laughs> uh, maybe part of that was being sick but um i kind of realized it when i got to you know i guess it was past nine or ten and i for sure knew it when i got to the halfway point because that's an obvious place to kind of check your time
1: right like okay uh, how am i doing for yeah the what's first my time half? for the half and i was like
0: yeah. whoa okay i'm way slower than i planned on being even with being sick so i was like oh okay all right long day (laughs) (laughs) not gonna feel great um and so yeah it was just a long tough slog basically after nine i mean i was slower from one to nine than i thought I would be and then i you know i even slowed down more um from nine to you know 15 16 and then slowed even more as the race just kind of continued on to to kind of lots and lots of walking at the end um you know, partially because I, I was just super tired, didn't feel great. And, you know, at that point, I wasn't chasing a time or anything like that. Um, I, I will give credit to the Chicago Marathon app because I actually did pull the app out on my phone during the race. Um, The tracking worked fantastic. I mean, yeah. I would cross a, yep. a time check and, you know, within 30 seconds, my time was there on the app. So in kind of the middle of the race, I actually pulled out the phone, the app on my phone to actually see what the heck was going on with my pace. Um, cause that was the only thing that I had to really kind of help me in kind of those middle points to, you know, outside of the half marathon mark to kind of know what I was doing. Um, what else? Uh, mentioned the app. Uh, one thing that had my, my, my neck kind of tightened up. Like I ended up with like a knot in the back of my neck that I've never had before. Um, you know, I've had a sore neck from running, but this was, I just had this, it was like I had a golf ball or a tennis ball in the back of my neck that, um. Was painful and driving me crazy. I actually stopped at an aid station, at a medical station. Um, I have no idea when, somewhere between thirteen and twenty or something like that, and got Biofreeze and just put a whole bunch of Biofreeze on my neck, which kind of actually relieved it for a little bit. Um, Otherwise, oh my god, my neck was killing me, and so I don't know if I was running. It's
1: got to be like a posture thing or what you were doing with your arms or something, right?
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know what I was doing. You know, like I've had a sore neck before, but nothing like this. So yeah. I don't know what I was doing particularly on this day that that led to such a knot in my neck. Um but that was weird. But you know, the biofreeze kinda helped, so That's good. And if you don't know what biofreeze is, kinda it's kind of that topical that kinda numbs up yeah. Whatever you put it on. So helped a little bit there. Um didn't have to make any bathroom stops during the race, which was cool. That was partially helped by the the last minute right before the race started. Um yeah basically it was just felt really tired. You know, my calves were beat up. Um, you know, ran definitely slower than I was planning on running this race three months ago, slower than I was planning on two weeks ago running this race, but um, is what it is. Um, my final finish time ended up being somewhere around five 30. I'm like you, I'm like, I don't really care. Don't even want to remember because <laughs> that's way off of what I thought I was going to be, but is what it is. I mean, I still had fun at the race. Um, I actually had a blast <laughs> over the last mile and a half of the race. Um, so, we actually had friends out there. We had one friend who was... She was doing her very first um full marathon. Mm-hmm. Um, so, she was kind of nervous. She was like... She was really nervous. She was nervous and panicked about... You know, I think the cutoff time is like six and a half.
1: It is, yeah. And she was
0: worried about like, oh, making the cutoff at six and a half. And I'm like... We knew she'd would, yeah we're like, she'd be fine. fine the cutoff, yeah. Uh, and we kind of thought her time would be around 5.30. Mm-hmm. And so, I actually checked in a couple times during the race when I was checking my own time on the app. I was actually checking other people. And I'm like, hey, how's everybody doing? Because... You know, I was having that kind of day that I had time to kind of kill <laughs> to with check that. In. I was like, might as well I'm walking. I might as well see what's going on. Um, but she was actually having a really good day. Um, I realized late in the race that at some point during the race, I figured out I was able to look because it actually had start times. So I realized that she started exactly ten minutes after me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I got to, I guess it's the forty k time check, which what is that? That's like twenty four and a half miles or something like that.
1: Even beyond Almost that, yeah, twenty
0: five. Um, you know I checked after I crossed and I was like okay I'm still in front of her um, and then it wasn't too far after that 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 she actually came through the 40k mark and I you know did the math real quick and I was like oh she's a minute behind me I was like cool I was like I'm basically just gonna wait for her so I actually pulled off to the side of the course started looking backwards um, which I think the first time I looked back I almost busted a cramp just from
2: <laughs> see
1: it's like the, <laughs> it's a little thing it's just a natural like I had to avoid someone and almost like lost my left calf it's just because your body just wasn't used to that movement
0: yeah, so I just kind of pulled off. I kept looking and kind of waited. And I think I probably waited, I don't know how long I waited, 30 seconds or something. And I finally saw her. So um the idea was, you know, I busted out my phone. Well, I had my phone, um, took some pictures. I had to yell at her to kind of look up. She, I think she's worse than me with like lifting her head. I'm like, hey. Um, she was like, "Uh." Oh. So I was able to get some pictures of her. And then I kind of ran with her and um walked a little bit with her there. And then I was like, oh, I know what I'm going to do. So I bust out my phone again. <laughs> uh Open the FaceTime app on my phone. Which I never use FaceTime. Um, I have no reason to video call anybody. Um, I call you on FaceTime. Yeah. Cause you were at the finish line. I know you'd be along done.
1: And I was, I was there with her kids. Yeah. Her three yeah. kids yeah. and her
0: husband were actually all there. At and he, the was, finish line. he wasn't there. He, was oh, he make, wasn't there. He
1: was done, but he was making his way there. Okay. Yeah. So, so her, it was me her, and her three her kids. kids who yeah. I knew
0: would be there for sure. So I called you on FaceTime. And it's funny because I actually like stopped to walk as I'm, cause I never use FaceTime. You know, I'm not technically challenged at all, but I never use FaceTime. So I'm trying to do this as I'm walking and I get hold of you and I'm like, hang on. Cause I had to run to catch up to her.
1: Yeah. And I thought you were accidentally FaceTiming me. <laughs> I'm like, why is he FaceTiming me during the race? So I thought it was an accident.
0: No, no. Yeah. So um, basically, it was just so her kids could actually see her running yeah. the marathon. And she can kind of see her kids. Mm-hmm. Um, they at basically around mile 25 or something like that. So I thought that was kind of cool. And it was fun. really
1: cool. Yeah, yeah. I think everybody got a kick at it, out of it. Because once we saw like you and then we saw her and we're like, hey. You know, and they're all excited. And she's so waving. Like, and yeah. Yeah, that was really cool.
0: So just spent a little... Not too long there on FaceTime. I was like, all right, I gotta go. Um, and we kind of <laughs> continued on the way, and, she was like, where's the finish? And I'm like, well, you got the one little right and a the left. Um, and she was a little quicker than me, and I had to catch up to her, um, before the finish line. So, um, I busted out my phone again and actually shot video. So I was able to get video of her kind of crossing the finish line mm-hmm. and finishing her first, um, who would marathon.
1: have thought? Who would have thought? Yeah. Yeah. So
0: I actually did, I'm gonna give myself credit. Really, it's actually some really good video. Yeah. It actually is. The, and it's not, race. it's
1: not even like that, uh, that jagged shaky. Yeah, shaky. Yeah. There you go. That's what I was trying to say.
0: So it came out really good. Um, so, um, like I said, I had a, a lot of fun doing that over the last mile and a half. I know that's not necessarily the thing to do. Um, if you're chasing your own time, certainly not, but, yeah. um, at least I was able to give a friend, um, some cool pictures of her running the race that mm-hmm. she didn't have to spend, you know, $70 on a <laughs> right. marathon photo or whatever it is. Um, and some video and her kids got to see her run because otherwise, you know, they actually didn't go out on the course at all or anything. They were just at the finish line. So. Uh that was fun. So mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. That kinda actually lifted my spirits. It was actually really interesting because I felt so much better the last mile and a half. I think it just kinda took my mind off of myself. Yeah. And, um it was just kinda fun. So um did that and that was my race. Like I said, you know, disappointing time, but being sick the week before, I don't know. You know, there was nothing I could do it about it at that point. Mm-hmm. Um I think I said afterwards I was like, you know, I was like, I could've easily just dropped the nine because you know, at that point, I was, I was just so tired at nine already that I was like, I know it was going to be a super long day, but, um, but I did finish. So I'm happy I kind of stuck in there. Would have been interesting. And I just thought of it earlier was that I wonder if there was a half marathon, if I would have actually downgraded mm, to the half, if that was a possibility. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's something I might have actually have done that weekend, if that's a possibility, but there's no half. So that, that decision was, was pretty easy. Um, Checking my notes, see if there's anything that I miss. No, I think that's pretty much my race. So yeah, you know, fun, fun, fun still race. Still had fun. Yeah, I mean, mean it's of... still
1: it's. I mean, a marathon is difficult no matter how you look at it. Yeah, like regardless, but um, I'm it so fun. A fun race. I, you know, I
0: you know, glad I did it. Um, I will say, I think you know, interestingly enough, the day after. Actually, later that day, I didn't feel that bad. Mm-hmm. Like my legs, you know, obviously with the slower time, and I didn't push that hard or anything. Even the next day, I felt pretty good considering I ran a marathon. And the week after the race, as I'm kind of getting much better after the cold, and um, I felt really fine. Like I mean, we did the you, race. You a don't week feel ago. like you ran no. a marathon a week ago, right? No, I don't. Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah, I um, had, I
1: had, the, I had the same feeling. I actually had like a little bit of soreness the day after, but not as much as usual. Mm-hmm. And then Tuesday, I had absolutely. No, I did, like, a short run and then had absolutely no soreness the rest of the day, which yeah. was... That's probably the quickest, which I guess goes to show that I really could have pushed myself harder,
2: <laughs> probably. Well,
0: yeah. I mean, you know, for you, that wasn't your fastest time. Obviously, I didn't push that hard in the race, obviously, at all. So, um, I think that makes the recovery a bit easier. Right. Um, definitely didn't beat up the legs in those terms anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, I guess that's the race. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's still a great big city marathon. Yep. I'd um, still recommend it that everybody should do at least Mm -hmm. once. I mean, we've done it twice now, so I don't think we're going back to do it again anytime soon. Yeah. You know, I'm,
1: well, there's just so many other ones that we want to do. So I think it's kind of time to, to move on to another big city race. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Considering it's getting a little bit harder to get into every single year. It seems like that. Um, I'm kind of glad that, you know, we had that one out of the way in 2013 and then we got the chance to go back and do it this time. Mm -hmm. Um, got to hang out with some friends like i said one friend who was doing it for the very well her very first marathon um her husband was doing his first chicago marathon Mm -hmm. um so was was good times it's a cool city to hang out in um like i said we stayed until monday yeah which was just the next day so we didn't have too much to do um after that but we did we did get some post-race pizza Mm -hmm. (laughs) that evening so Mm -hmm. that kind of tops off that was good yeah but um yeah fun race good times no complaints i mean Obviously, you know next year's the 40th anniversary. It's a super organized race. It's you know basically runs like clockwork. Um, nothing surprising or crazy or at the ordinary. You know, it's pretty much routine for these guys running this race. So, anything else?
1: I had just a couple things of random things that I, that I thought about when you were talking.
0: Okay, random things. Um, so go. one of
1: them you were talking about the app, um, mm-hmm. and then yeah, I actually ended up using it when I was done, and it worked. It worked really well yeah. to be able to track where all of you guys were because then I had an idea of how everybody was doing. Make sure everybody was still on course and end dropped or, you know, that sort of thing. So, and then just to track people to know when you guys were done. So it worked out really well. Um, so, yeah, I just want to mention that. And then um, one thing that I didn't think about to, to share with um, friends or family that are going to be there that are non-runners, mm-hmm. um, if they're using the app, um, you may want to, or, or or if they're tracking you at all, and, okay. if, and if it shows kilometers, right. you may want to let them know. <laughs> like hey those are kilometers we're doing miles because um i think one person thought like i was done when i got to like the 20 something k because
0: they thought 26 miles. yeah and then like... they realized
1: like oh no that's kilometers so i just that's just a not that's not a chicago specific right right but, yeah but if they're if they're um if the checkpoints are in kilometers it'd be a good thing to, to mention to them
0: yeah it isn't because the app all the splits um it's nice because you do get a lot of splits but it's your start time 5k 10k 15k half 25k ML cheer which I have no idea what that is. That was that
1: long straight away with all like the different um kind of like boots or tents or okay. stuff that people had, yeah.
0: And then it was 30 35k 40k in finish time. So right. you get a lot of splits, but it yeah. is um basically 5k um splits.
1: Yeah. So which is nice that you have that, mm-hmm. but um and then the other thing I wanted to mention they did have um some inspirational messages that Supposedly? people no. Well, I, I didn't see I them, know. but I know I know somebody said so beforehand they said, "Hey, um if you want like family members or if you want to send other people inspirational messages, like you can just type it in here. You know, you obviously select the person and whatever message you want and who it's from. And then when you get to, it said 16 and a half miles there's supposed to be um, a display or something. And I'm assuming it like checks your bib or something, you know, and that's how it knows what messages to pop up. So I was really focused on it. And then I forgot about it at like mile 15 and then didn't think about it until like mile 17. Mm -hmm. So I never looked for it. Um, but like going through Facebook and stuff, somebody did say that there was a screen there, but it was only showing about three or four messages at a time. Right. Um, and none of her messages came up. So what, so that was kind of a bummer. It's a great idea, I think, but I think it just needs to be like bigger or I don't know, more developed if you're going to do that. Well, I mean,
0: you're always going to have the issue is that there's so many people joining the race that you're not going to show everybody's message. It's just, it's just going to be impossible. I think for a race of this size, it's a great idea for smaller races. Yeah. Um, interesting enough. You know, you, you ran by it and didn't see it. I ran by it. I didn't see it. I thought about right. it like at the halfway point, And then after the race, you asked, if, you know, if you saw it. And I was like, oh, I forgot. I didn't. And I never saw it. So um, completely missed. But um, it's a good idea.
1: It is a good idea. And then they did say when um when you submitted the messages, it said that the runner would get the messages sent to them mm-hmm. as well so i was thinking like race day like right after you finish or something you know how sometimes you get like emails from races that say right. congratulations you finished yeah. here's your finish time so i thought it was gonna be something like that but we actually ended up getting an email like what two days later yeah, three days. days later with all the messages it was still kind of nice to see yeah. um uh but yeah i mean maybe like the day of would be cool or or like maybe if you're not gonna Maybe have an option to send your person like finish line messages. Like once oh, you're done, like, like, right congratulations, so, like if you do finish, then like they send you all of those like, oh, so-and-so said congratulations or, you know, whatever it is. That so,
0: would actually be cool to get it yeah. like, right after yeah. finishing. I mean, so. I
1: don't mean like instantaneous, yeah. but even like just that same day, I think it'd be pretty cool. Yeah. So that was the other thing I wanted to mention. So a nice,
0: so. nice, nice little added item. I yeah. Guess.
1: Yep. I think that was it on my notes. So
0: that's all your random things. Yeah. All righty. Well, I guess that's going to wrap it up um kind of much more long-winded than i kind of expected. Yeah. Only cuz this was the second time we had done the race, but i guess there's a lot to talk about. A lot talk to about, say. about a a race like this and and our odd experiences kind of being off our paces. Um Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's all right. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. Yep. Alright.
0: I guess that's it. Um like i said, if you're interested in 2017 Chicago Marathon, you better get on the ball and mm-hmm. start thinking about it right now because yep. you're basically looking at um registering or signing up for that over the next several weeks so don't let that pass you by if you yeah. haven't had a chance to run Chicago yet. Yeah.
1: check your plans yeah.
0: yeah all right that's gonna do it for this week
1: the website for the podcast is embracerunning.com. you could find us on facebook at facebook.com slash embrace running send us any comments questions or feedback at feedback at embracerunning.com or leave us a voicemail at 925-400-7223 if you enjoy the show give us a review on itunes so until next time embrace running